0: Here we go, the 31st and 32nd countries Singapore and Mongolia So from Kuala Lumpur, I just took the bus to enter uh, Singapore for my very first time Back to 2014, during my Southeast Asia hitchhiking trip So that's the final stop And uh, before I entered uh, Singapore, I didn't know that uh, chewing gum is forbidden in that country I met a Malaysian lady she told me. and after that she brought me a phone to allow me to call my catch surfing house from Singapore. Um, my host hosted me. It's a local family. They are a Muslim family, very hospitality, and my host is a very nice person, offered his own room to me and himself sleep on the living room on the floor. And he offered me a ride with his bike. And um, you know in a modern city in Singapore I feel it's very nice and then we tried some local food um, we watched a movie, uh, ate the ice cream and so on and then they told me to remember that I will always have a, a home in Singapore which was really sweet um, and after that I went to in the same year I went to Singapore again with my family it's just a family trip so the next time when I uh, visit Singapore again, I would like to see more things about the nature. I mean, even if it's not big, but still there's some nature area in this small piece of land. So that's what I am, I'm looking forward. Um after the first Southeast Asia hitchhiking trip, I worked there a little bit in Hong Kong, but I was thinking to hitchhike, you know, outside of. Uh, asia so and then i just planned a roughly route like from you know there are so many neighbor country who share the road border with can uh china so i was thinking to throw Mongolia, central asia and to eastern europe and all the way to turkey so uh, uh in 2014 in september i started this journey another hitchhiking trip so i took a train from um china to the border of uh, mongolia and then i you know so all together with the trains in china and the trains uh, from the border town to Zemiwood in mongolia i was on the train for like four days <laughs> different trains and it just cost like four us dollar uh, from Zamut to ulaanbaatar by the train and that was my very first time eh, to try the train for the previous soviet union style no not not the first time i mean before i was in like in russia and so on And um, yeah like uh, on board they offer you milk tea but normally in hong kong our milk tea is you nice know, sweet and that the in mongolia it started so the very first time when i drink it out I, I was like surprised and then on the overnight train i just like uh, spent the time with the local people even they don't speak any english but we played the cards they showed me their way i showed them the chinese way <laughs> and then the stars i couldn't forget the stars through the skies through the train window that was just so gglommery uh, yeah and then in the early morning I arrived uh, one guy one local guy on the train just uh, as uh, accompanied to me to try to contact my catch suffering host uh, my host in uh, Ulambado is a South Korean guy. And I was his very first guest, and he was doing volunteer in Ulaanbaatar. and he told me it's very funny uh, every time sometimes he he see the local Mongolian that the, they always chasing him, tried to challenge him for a fight, but my host is not into fighting and so he always run away and <laughs> yeah, and uh, he's a very, very kind person and then um, i still remember like before i was thinking oh you know mongolia the the fresh air and and the nature but actually in wulambado the capital the air pollution was like serious like if you go out without uh, wearing a, a mask you know when you return back home it's so dirty you get yeah that's out of my ex- expectation and i already know i planned to hitchhike in mongolia but you know there's really less people and less vehicle in a wide country like in Mongolia. So I just decided to take a bus. Uh, I mean, I decided to, after visiting Mongolia, I returned back to China, from China to throw the road border to other countries, uh, instead of hitchhiking around in Mongolia. So after spent some days in uh, Ulaanbaatar, I took a bus from Ulaanbaatar to Hoft. The west part of uh, Mongolia. It was really funny because due to the language barrier, <laughs> uh, none of the salesperson in the ticket office for the bus understand English, so I have to draw my draw then a, a photo like the the bus, the transport. <laughs> it was really funny, and the bus was overnight. Um, I, I I couldn't remember. I think it's like two nights or something yeah and then uh, I was the only yeah <laughs> traveler on board and I still remember like uh, one night I was you know on my period and then sometimes they just stop for the toilet but in Mongolia there's no public toilet what 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 you will find it's just on the two side of the road there's like some some holes and then people just you know do their things and especially for ladies they needed like the the big coat of the Mongolian style coat cover them while they are doing their thing but I don't have that one so <laughs> and the local lady sometimes they borrow me theirs and then uh, I met a little girl uh, who was uh, traveling with uh, her, her mom and uh, the little girl was so adorable every time she just keeps talking in local language with me but which I understand nothing <laughs> and uh, she's just so adorable and I was like super on a tiny budget and then, uh, you know every time when we stopped for food <laughs> I was just e- eating instant, instant noodles so the other locals might think uh, I like the local food doesn't suit my taste actually no I was just controlling my budget and after we finally arrived half it's just getting dark very late it's like mid- midnight or something and then I, I still remember there's a drunk person during the during the night bus journey he speak a little bit few uh, Chinese, he used uh, to work in China and he, on, on, on board he, he was just sat next to me and tried to bother me I feel just so annoyed but you know he couldn't do anything right there's a full, peop- full, full of people and bus, and despite they just ignore me but still there's, I'm, I was not there alone and then when we arrived, I don't know, um, it's so late, and so I didn't plan for my accommodation. And then, so the two drivers were were talking about uh, what should they do, So, and then I just followed two of them, and they went to w- one driver's home, one driver is a local in Hoft, so there is a, a, a girl, and then, like, uh, the driver lives with his wife and his three little daughters, and they slept on the right hand side after you enter the gate and uh, another driver slept on the left hand side so i just slept on the left hand side the floor so the next morning when i tried to thank the driver and one of the driver the one who slept uh, on the left just hold my hands and don't let my hands go and after i found out you know he's just someone uh, who is expecting something so uh, I noticed that I would never enter the gate without uh, other people there, if uh, he is in the gate, And then I was lucky, the neighbors noticed, you know, a Chinese girl came here. And uh, there's a, a former soldier, female soldier, uh, a Mongolian soldier. And she noticed that uh, I'm traveling in this way. And she noticed that I need to go uh, to the border to cross back to China. And she assisted me. And while waiting for my transport, um, she introduced me to her brother and sister, you know, and they invited me for lunch and they cooked me like the the lamb made with uh, carrot and tomato, no, potato. It was just so yummy, you know, they were asking me, oh, do I eat lamb? Usually I don't eat, but after one week of instant noodles, oh, lamb is so delicious. <laughs> And after that, uh, they just uh, see me off, try to talk to the driver who takes me, to take care of me. So when we arrived at the border time, it's getting so late, and the driver just uh, uh, took me to his brother and uh, uh, sister in North Place. So I stayed there, place overnight. And the next morning, the driver came into my house because he noticed that I am kind of like getting cold. And then he just... uh, touched on my forehead to see if i get any favor but luckily i didn't so which is the uh so different from the uh the previous driver i met uh, who trying to don't let my hand go and after that uh, the driver handed me to another lady who is going to the border so smoothly i i crossed the border and back to my own country so you know there are so many beautiful people that will just help me out I truly appreciate So and but I would like to go back to Mongolia for the next time to see some other part so I would thank you so much for listening um, the next coming episode that will be uh, Kazakhstan, thank you once again bye